Hello, hello, beautiful people. Oh, are we in for a good one today? Da 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 da, Jesse Tripp. Welcome to my podcast. Uh, whether you've been here before or not, it's always just as big of a loving welcome. I say loving, especially because today we're talking about the heart chakra. Uh, welcome to this podcast. Here on Jesse Triff Raw, we talk about topics that can help us be a bigger, stronger, more powerful version of ourselves. Raw, authentic conversations about our worth as a human being on this earth. I love to come to you with interesting topics. Interesting topics that may be old news to you that may just be a reminder or new things that may seem new agey or strange or almost uh, untrue just to plant gems of where you may take away something inspiring or sacred or something that may support you in your own discovery of yourself and how to show up Loving to yourself, stronger in relationships and connection, and grounded, and all that beautiful, great stuff. So, this podcast has been going on for uh, five months, just about, and the topics are growing and changing, and we've been talking about the chakra system now for about a little over a month. And the chakra system, if you don't know much about it, we recorded an episode I don't have the number here now, but it was about four or five episodes ago about what the chakra system is and how it is not only energetic, but also scientific and physical. So if you're kind of curious about the chakra system, is it real? It's so weird. How can I even use this information? Then go back and listen to that episode. And I go into the physical body connections between these energy centers and how it works with the neurological system and the endocrine system. So if you're kind of curious and a little stuck on how I can, how can I use this information, go back and listen to that one again. And we go through feeling where all the chakras are in the body as well. But for anyone who is like, chakras, yeah, I'm all into that and no hesitancy whatsoever in wondering if they're real, then jump in with me here today and we're going to talk about the heart, all that has to do with the heart. So a little update with me, Jesse Triff, here in my life. I always like to include a little blurb so you can kind of be with me on my journey uh, because I'm a new content creator and this is all new to me. So it's fun to grow on this journey and see how everything unfolds and where it takes me. So my husband and I are moving, which you may know from the previous episodes. We're moving from one apartment to the other and we'll probably still stay in Miami Beach, but you know, honestly, anything's possible. But we do like to live here because we really love South Beach, Miami. And speaking of loving South Beach, Miami, uh, I have been wanting to go and sit around the city and paint some of these beautiful Art Deco buildings. I painted my husband's library since we're leaving it. Um, I painted my husband's library and I love how the picture turned out. I painted it with acrylics on like a maybe like a 12 by 16 canvas and it turned out so cute and you can really feel the vibe of the room. So then I was walking around the neighborhood and I saw some buildings and I was like, wow, we have such adorable buildings here in South Beach. It's like this art deco style and they really try to preserve the 
the unique artistic architectural style and I want to I've been I'm thinking about going and sitting around the neighborhood and um painting some of these cool buildings the only thing is I'm like oh well I don't know if I'll want to sit and have people come up and start conversation with me, you know, and then I'm putting up a barrier for myself of fear, like, oh, well, I'm not really an artist. What what if somebody, you know, all those what ifs, like if you hear a what if come up, that's just your fear talking. Like that's just my fear talking and putting up a barrier for something that I will probably find really rewarding and fun. So everything's a little crazy right now with moving and figuring out how we're going to navigate all of that. So I don't know if I'll be sitting down on the streets in South Beach painting in any of the buildings within the next week or two, but we will see. It is something on my list of fun things I may want to try. Um, and yeah, so that's my only update right now. Otherwise, everything's just kind of going along. And uh, we move next week. So I love packing. I don't know about you. I know some people really don't like packing, but I love packing. When I was growing up, you know what I wanted to do for a job? Like it was my my dream job. I would go to the grocery store and I wanted to pack the groceries. And that's what I wanted to do. I even applied to our local grocery store. And I was so bummed out that I didn't get hired. But every time I go to the grocery store, I almost beg the people to let me pack the bags. I love to pack things. That's why it's cool that in our jewelry business, we sell costume jewelry on eBay, a shop called Trift Pro. And I get to pack jewelry almost every morning. I get to pack. And I, I love packing. I don't know if it's something about the space or it's kind of like Tetris where you fit things in like exactly where they belong and you're making such great use of space like I love air I love space I love like conserving space so I think it may be something about that so anyway let's get into our topic today okay so the heart chakra is our fourth chakra we started at the root where we're connecting to the earth, where we're grounding, and we moved up into the sacral chakra, where it's the sea of emotions and feelings. Then we moved up into the solar plexus chakra, where we get our ego, our personality, understanding what we want and how we can achieve the things that we want and moving forward. And then we move up into the heart, where we are today. So we're sitting in the heart, Um, And the heart chakra is directly in your chest. It is right around literally by your heart organ in your chest. And the heart chakra color is green. And some places it says it's also pink, which I think that makes sense because of the loving feelings you get with pink, flowers open that are pink and they smell so good. And you can almost feel the love just by smelling a rich ripe pink rose Um, but I stick with green because look around you and see how much green there is like if green was the emotion of love then it would be everywhere and it would grow and it would and that is what love does it it grows it's everywhere it's so powerful Uh, so I stick with the color of green for the heart chakra And the heart chakra's element is air, which is interesting because I was just talking about space and air. So that's kind of cool. That was unintentional. So uh, air, kind of like, I feel like with the heart chakra, 
air is floating all around us and we don't really see it, but we need it, we breathe it, it keeps us alive. And love is the highest frequency emotion. It is the most powerful emotion. So that kind of corresponds like breathing in air, breathing out air, breathing in love, breathing out love. Love is, and love is something that really makes our life so rich and it needs to be inside and outside. The heart chakra needs to hold such powerful love for yourself, adoration for yourself as a human being, as a soul, just a true love of who you are and how valuable you are. The heart chakra needs to hold that love inside. And that is what makes it powerful enough to release that love outside into the world, to others, to the earth, to God, to everything. So the more we love ourselves, the more we can love things outside of ourselves. So last week when we talked about the solar plexus chakra, I... uh, spoke about how the solar plexus starts to move its energy outward into the world kind of like if you're running on uh, if you're going for a, a run or you imagine you're going for a run and this energy like pulls you forward it propels you forward it draws you into the world the heart chakra does the same thing the energy moves up the chakras and also down from the the top chakra which we haven't talked about yet the energy moves into the heart chakra and from the heart chakra it also moves out and not all chakras have such a powerful energy that goes out um a lot of it really does just go up and down in your own body in your own um world but the solar plexus and the heart are the ones that really mostly move out into the world and in connection and in action and in experience. So we talked a little bit about location already. So location and sensation. The location of the heart chakra, like I said, is in your heart. And what does it really feel like in your body? Like if you were to explain what the heart chakra energy center feels like, how could you explain it? Well, for everyone, it's going to be different. We're all different bodies. We all interpret our sensations and feelings in a different way. But for me, the heart chakra feels almost like if you were to look inside of a jewelry box that has music and you were to open that jewelry box, deconstruct the jewelry box so that you could look inside the contraption that makes that music and you see all those little wheels and and mechanisms that play the music, it's like the heart chakra feels like that deconstruction of the jewelry box to take if it when it's open and when it's really working and when you're tuning into it it feels like that jewelry box being taken apart in a in a in a good way and then being able to look inside and see that that mechanisms playing the music and playing the music at that time so it's almost like these these folds get taken away all the coats all the barriers all the um Uh, protections get taken away and you just have this raw beautiful uh, music box playing in the center of your heart and it's very 
uh, profound and opening and safe and secure and I think I already said powerful but powerful so that's what the heart chakra feels like to me it's like mechanisms being pulled away to open up this beautiful shining musical center that's how I interpret the location and sensations of the heart chakra so a little bit more about the life arena of this chakra some people say chakra (laughs) I say chakra chakra like it's s-h-a-k but it's c-h-a-k so i think really it's pronounced chakra but i say chakra maybe eventually through time i will change more to the more appropriate chakra but right now i say chakra so i'm going to keep going with that (laughs) uh in case anybody's listening and they're like it's chakra (laughs) i know i don't care i say chakra (laughs) um So anyway, (laughs) the life arena of the heart chakra is, I said love quite a lot already, but there's so many different things that love navigates and encompasses. So in addition to love, it's also balance. It's a balance between yourself and others. So then that comes to boundaries and relationships and connection and interactions and acceptance, all of that with yourself and with others and saying exception acceptance that is a really big one because we need to accept ourselves in order to be able to accept others and this goes into what I talked about when I first started the podcast and all the unhelpful thinking habits about you know judging others or placing shoulds on ourselves and others and seeing other people's faults and not seeing our own because it hurts too much to see our own or to shine that light on those things and or not even faults but the beautiful things in ourselves too sometimes we even have a hard time accepting all the beautiful aspects of ourselves and understanding that we are just as good as everyone else and we are just as deserving and just as valuable so love balance self-love relationships intimacy uh, devotion to our relationships, to ourself, to our self-love practices. And I wanted to go into this a little bit with the intimacy. With the sacral chakra, we talked about intimacy in a way where, let's see, in the, with the sacral chakra, we talked about intimacy in a way where we feel these emotions and we feel these feelings and we feel so alive when we un, when we get into that sea of sensation and feeling and emotion and it makes us feel excited and passionate. That's the sacral chakra intimacy, being able to show up in a relationship and be alive in it and have that connection and that um, drive to connect. With the heart chakra, the intimacy is allowed space to go even deeper. So when the heart chakra is healthy, there's a comfort and a safety and a security in intimate experiences. I don't just mean sexual with intimate. I also mean friendships and family relationships and whoever it is that you're experiencing life with. So with with a, a balanced heart chakra, intimacy reaches in, intimacy reaches a level that is even more profound than uh, intimacy that is sacral chakra 
focused. This intimacy is the ability to connect on a deep level where you're so accepting of yourself and who you are that you're able to truly see whoever the other person is and accept them and love them in a way where there are no judgments. There's no holding. There's no barriers between you seeing each other as a human being and loving each other and showing up in that space to be able to feel a true intimate connection. And I'm going to say it again, that's not only sexual. Sexual connection and intimacy with a balanced sacral and balanced heart chakra is amazing, of course, you can only imagine or, you know, <laughs> no, hopefully. <laughs> but even in a friendship, like let's say in a friendship you're able to show up in a balanced sacral chakra way, then you're going to have a connection where you can share your feelings and you can share your emotions and you feel excited. But if you also add in the balanced heart chakra with that person, you feel safe. You feel seen. You feel like you can also show up for this person and without crossing any boundaries. And you have an open heart to be able to hear who they are, what they have to say. So intimacy with a balanced heart chakra is a beautiful thing in a more loving and safe way even. So another thing with the heart chakra is reaching out and taking in. Uh, I'm going to go into this more with practices, but reaching out and taking in, receiving and giving, both of the things. So with the heart chakra, reaching out when you want something. You know, like when a kid reaches out to you when they say they want something off the shelf, you know, they're telling you, they're saying, hey, um, mom, dad, can I, ha- I want that. And they reach out and they know they want it. Kind of like, like when you reach out to someone and, and you want love from them. You reach out and, and you say, I want love from you. I want support from you. You reach out. You know what you want and you feel comfortable to reach out to get those things. To say, I want you to hear me. I want you to hug me. I want you to laugh with me. You're able to reach out and say or express or acknowledge within yourself that you want those things. And in the reverse, you're also able to take in. So you're able to, when somebody gives you that support, when somebody gives you that love or they give you that humor or compliment, they give you a compliment, they say, hey, I like your pants. You're able to receive that. You're able to receive that and take it in just like that. Thank you for that love. I needed that love. Thank you for that laugh. Thank you for that compliment. Thank you. You're able to take it in and put it inside without feeling like you need to balance it out, that you need to give back the same thing or or you don't or even thinking, "Oh, I don't deserve that." It, you're able to reach out for the things you want and take in the things people give you. And also, you're able to push stop things that you don't want. You're able to stop things that you don't want in your life. You feel strong enough in yourself that you can put your hand up and say, no, I don't want that. Let's say somebody is giving you criticism for something or they're um, angry and they're saying something to you because they're angry. You put your hand up 
and you don't take it. You let them keep their criticism. You let them keep their angry words. You let them keep them. You don't take them to you. So those are some life arenas of the heart chakra. So cues of a balanced heart chakra, like we talked about a little bit, are that you're compassionate and loving, empathetic. You love yourself on a true true way. You truly love yourself. Peaceful. You feel peaceful. You're healthy in a physical way. It'll be a good immune system. Uh, be able to fight sicknesses. And an unbalanced or weak heart chakra will be... And, and this is interesting because a balanced heart chakra is just simply those things. It's accepting, loving, empathetic, being able to show up in relationships, loving yourself, feeling good about who you are and, and cherishing your body and your mind. Except then an unbalanced heart chakra is so much more involved because there are so many things that happen when we aren't able to love ourselves or we aren't able to be compassionate or we don't feel peaceful in our lives or in ourselves. One thing that is a is the biggest contributor to an imbalanced um, heart chakra is grief. It's the main experience or emotion or feeling that can unbalance a heart chakra. And it's such a difficult experience or emotion to have to work through. And an unbalanced heart chakra can be experiencing rejection of self, rejection of others and relationships, a feeling of abandonment or need to criticize. And anything like divorce or death of a loved one or a cold environment or abuse or betrayal that can lead to a deficient heart chakra or even imbalance in other chakras can. When someone has a weak or imbalanced heart chakra can be antisocial or withdrawn, judgmental, lonely, uh, isolated. I'm even feeling sad like just (laughs) listing these because the heart chakra is so beautiful that I just have a lot of compassion for anyone who is experiencing a weak heart chakra because there's a lack of love. And I want to accentuate it's not a lack of love for other people. It's not that. It's not like, oh, they don't they need to love other people more. It's self-love. It starts with the self-love. And self-love is so important. We cannot live a full, a full, happy, vibrant life in our world unless we have deep self-love. And there is no reason why we cannot love ourselves. Something is just in the way of allowing us to really embrace who we are. So... I went through this journey and I still have times where I maybe 
lack in my self-love, but it's temporary and but it was a journey to go through. So if you're on that journey of really falling in love with yourself, keep going because it's important, you deserve it, and you can get there. And just figure out what's what's in your way because it's something that just needs to be acknowledged and understood and processed because you're a beautiful human being. Anyway, so um, fear of intimacy, fear of relationships, uh, either that be like a fear of not knowing how to set a boundary or a fear of being smothered or a fear of having too many responsibilities in relationships or if it's a fear of of being seen or figured out, like there's something you need to hide. Uh, narcissism can fit in here, but that's like a whole nother thing that I'm not even going to get into because narcissism is just like, I don't get it. <laughs> um because, well, anyway, blah, blah, blah. I'm not even going to go there. So, um, and then codependency on another way, it can be like being way too committed in a relationship and living your life only for that other person and being there for them all the time. This is like a overactive. The other ones were like a weak uh, heart chakra. When the heart chakra is like overactive and like too developed and too strong, it can lead to codependency where you're showing up too much for other people and not enough for yourself. Like you're sacrificing yourself for other people, not setting boundaries, not saying, oh, this is where I need to end and you begin and I need this and this is what I want. Not being able to set boundaries, Um, maybe kind of demanding or controlling and clingy, jealous, and again, the over-sacrificing for other people. And that all leads back to the same self-love. So excess or deficiency, it doesn't matter. It's the self-love has got to be, um, I want to say grown, like it has to be grown, like it has to blossom. (laughs) Um, Some physical experiences or symptoms of a heart chakra imbalance can be Shortness of breath or low circulation. Um, Asthma can be one. Asthma or breathing difficulties. Low immune system. And tension between the shoulder blades or in the the chest. Any tension in the shoulders and, and even the arms. Like sometimes when I'm having problems with my heart chakra... Uh, realm, my arms will just ache. Like my arms will ache and they will feel heavy. If I'm hurting with something, my arms just feel so heavy. So anyway, excuse me, (laughs) had a little like hiccup or something. So anyway, then what can we do? What are some things that we can do to balance this like so important, important chakra? We can do breathing exercises. Breathing exercises help with all the chakras. But breathing exercises help especially with the heart because it's expanding our chest. It's bringing in the air, which is the element of the heart chakra. It's bringing in the air, expanding our chest, making more space for the heart because the physical parts of these chakras, they also, of course, they benefit the energy. So even just creating more space for our heart helps that chakra to expand. So breathing exercises, working with the arms. Like I said, we were going to talk about that reaching out and taking in again. If you envision with your arms reaching out to go get something, 
Just like, it doesn't matter what it is, just reaching out, like reaching out and seeing what you feel like inside your body and inside your heart, even inside your mind, how you feel, what comes up for you when you reach out and you just like reach out for something. Do you feel grief? Do you feel sorrow? Do you feel good? Do you feel excited? What do you feel when you reach your arms out and you're reaching for something that you want? And then pulling in, like taking in and, and you take that in and you bring it into yourself. What does that feel like? Does that feel uh, fulfilling? Does that feel uncomfortable? Does that feel constricting? Does that feel enlivening? What does it feel like when you take in to yourself? And then also if you're having trouble with boundaries, just a uh, uh, exercise of taking your hands and pushing out pushing out things that you don't want, something you don't want and pushing it out. All those arm exercises are excellent for the heart chakra. Any journaling or self-discovery, learning who you are, what your what your um uh feelings are around your child, your inner child and your early life experiences, any journaling of working through memories, any journey, any journaling of what did you like when you were a kid? What were your favorite things when you were a kid? What did you like to do? I would sit in mud puddles and walk around in my swimsuit. I think I even walked to the mailbox naked one time and I got in trouble. But <laughs> that's weird that I shared that. Anyway, um, so that was a judgment towards myself, by the way. It probably was. It wasn't weird. It was fun. And, but uh, that see, things pop up all the time. It's just so crazy. I love to observe myself. Anyway, so journaling and self-discovery. Like, who are you? What do you like? What makes you feel happy? What makes you feel like you're being? What are you? What are you doing when you feel like so like yourself? Who are you? Like, what kind of awesome person are you? What are all your cool? Uh, interests and uh, quirks and uh, qualities. Who are you? You're so cool. Uh, So any journaling and self-discovery. And if you're going to do any kind of psychotherapy or mindset work, anything about examining what you think relationships are quote unquote supposed to be like like what kind of expectations do you have in relationships because sometimes our expectation or our conditioning around what relationships are supposed to look like sometimes examining what we have around that is interesting because it may shine a light on where you are not accepting yourself or others just because of conditioning or expectations that you have developed on what it is supposed to look like. And also emotional release of grief. Any emotional release of grief, whether it be losing a loved one or a difficult experience that you had to go through or something where your parent didn't show up for you in the way you needed when you were a child uh, and you were hurt, anything where you were hurt, it that uh, that caused a feeling of grief or sadness or sorrow. Actually, sitting and processing that, and sitting with it, and acknowledging acknowledging how big it was for you, no matter how big it was in the whole grand experience of the world. If it was big for you and it caused sorrow or grief, figure it out, journal about it, observe it, and process it whichever however way you feel like you can process 
And also along with that is forgiveness. So a forgiveness for people who have hurt you, something that hurt you, actually envisioning taking that hurt and giving it back to that person. Not out of spite, but just because, you know what, you didn't need to take it. You took it. Somebody hurt you. You took that hurt and you've held on to it all this time. So now you can take that hurt out of your heart and you can give it back to the person. Just figuratively, energetically, you can give it back and then you are free and you can let it go. So forgiveness and also forgiveness for yourself, if there's anything that you need to forgive yourself for. Uh, Inner child work, all about your inner child. We all have our inner child. We are all children still. We are the same person that we were when we were that sweet little kid. So any kind of inner child work where if there is an experience, you, you are now there for you. You are now there for you as a child. Your child is kind of like sitting inside of you and it still needs to be loved. And I'm going to say she and she still needs to be loved and she still needs to be held and be told that she can do it and everything's going to be okay and you're there for her and you've got her back and you're never going to leave her. Talking to your inner child is so loving and powerful and sweet and innocent and Um, just really beautiful, really beautiful. So any inner child work, codependency work. So if you got some, if you have some codependency going on and you don't really have any boundaries and you're living for one other person, it doesn't need to be a partner. It can be a mother. It can be a sister. It can be a friend. It can be a dog. It can be anything that you're codependent on this other thing. I mean, maybe it can even be a practice or a hobby or work. Like you are having a hard time existing without that. So you don't need to get rid of that in all cases, but understanding where you need to set boundaries in order to be able to continue living your life as yourself within that relationship. So codependency is a very difficult thing to even kind of understand that it's there or why or what to do to navigate it. Be gentle with yourself and just start the discovery of, okay, what can I do to ensure that I am loving myself and being myself and living as myself and so that I can show up as myself at four so that I can love others in the most whole way as possible. And then also self-acceptance and self-love in a way where it is so true and so real and you are so tender to yourself and you adore yourself, any kind of that. And there's also this anima animus principle that fits here. Anima animus is a psychological theory um, of archetypes. So archetypes is kind of like a a figure, like helps you envision who you are and different aspects of yourself and your psychology and your mental, emotional, spiritual world. So anima animus is the masculine part of a woman or the feminine part of a man. So anima is the feminine unconscious part of a man. And animus 
is the masculine part of a woman's unconscious. So for me, my animus is the male inside of me because there is an equality between feminine and masculine. If a woman is entirely only feminine, she's never going to be able to take action and go out and get things done or she's not going to be able to set boundaries and be strong when she needs to tell her children, no, you cannot do that or I need some self-care so I am going to go to the nail salon. You know, those are, but then if a man is only masculine, he is not going to have the capacity to be able to be tender and to love and hug and um, have empathy and softness and acceptance towards himself or others. So there's always a feminine masculine balance in each human being. And that is the anima animus. So my animus is my um, unconscious ability and desire to take action, to stand up for myself, to know who I am, and um, any anima animus integration. So understanding your, if you're a woman, understanding your masculine qualities and accepting them and giving them as much importance as you give your feminine qualities. And it's interesting because sometimes uh, we, <laughs> as women, as well, both women and men. I'm not really, I don't want to say anything that because I have to think about this more. But sometimes as a woman, we almost accept our masculine qualities more. This is a bit of a rant. We almost accept our masculine qualities more sometimes than we do our feminine qualities. So like we think we need to be tough. We think we need to work. We think we need to always be moving and achieving things. So embracing also our feminine is essential Understanding that we are loving, nurturing beings, that we are sensual, that we have like this femininity that is dignified and has so much integrity and value. And then so I feel like not only do we need to embrace as a woman that we need to embrace our masculine side, but we need to also embrace our feminine side almost even more in the current social culture. So seeing both and starting to understand what in your life and your unco- and your conscious mind and your unconscious mind is your ma- what are your masculine desires and qualities and characteristics and what is your fem- what are your feminine characteristics and understanding which is which and do you feel like you have so much more of one then bring in more of the other and and the on the opposite and for a man for men also theirs is almost the opposite they in the current social culture hashtag rant uh, I feel like men are almost really primarily accepting of their masculine qualities I see it getting a little better but w- men also can embrace their feminine more they are they have the uh, capacity to be so nurturing and so loving and tender and uh, um, beautiful and sensual. Men do as well. So the feminine is lacking in the world 
overall right now, I feel. So I know I could talk about that for a really long time. So thank you for letting me put that in there at least a little bit. But the whole feminine masculine, I could talk about that for a really long time. But then it starts to get a little biased because I have my opinions. So I like to keep this information a little bit more objective, at least as much as I can. Um, But so we'll leave that there for now. Uh, Some affirmations for uh, nourishing the heart chakra are I am worthy of love from myself. I am worthy of love from others. I love myself and it allows me to love others wholly. There is an infinite supply of love. I can never run out of love. Love will never run out. And I live in balance with myself and others. So let's see where we are on time. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can tell this is a chakra. Do do I say every chakra is like one of my favorite chakras? <laughs> well, this heart chakra is really one of my, it's, it's really, I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I just have so much adoration and respect for this chakra. So anyway, I'm going to leave it there for now. I want to um, really uh, inspire you to love yourself. That's really what I want because I can tell you to love others or work on your relationships or show up good for other people. But really what it comes down to is really loving yourself, really loving who you are and how amazing you are and how worthy and valuable you are on this planet. And when you can really feel that, it makes all the other things so much easier because you already love yourself. You have nothing to prove. You have no fear that somebody is not going to be able to be there for you. You're already so strong in the love that you have for yourself that you know it it breaks down walls where you feel safe you already feel safe within yourself so that is our podcast for today you guys I love you (laughs) and I can't wait to talk to you next week next week is going to be the throat chakra which I also love it's also my favorite (laughs) but uh thank you for sticking with me through this podcast and I can't wait to talk to you next week I may possibly be in a new place then. Uh, No, I won't be, but it's like a moving day. So that should be interesting seeing how I'm going to show up for you in the next podcast. (laughs) Anyway, have a great week. Happy Monday or whenever it is that you're listening. Um, I, uh, again, I super appreciate you. Have a great day. I love you. And I'll talk to you next week. Ciao.